So when we meet Jesus and we declare that He is the Son of God, immediately you become a son or a daughter. Immediately your identity is given to you. That we are loved and that we are grounded and rooted in His love and we know that we're His kids, then all of a sudden we get to understand what we're made for, what our purpose is, which is where inheritance really begins. Intimacy says God chose you and He loves you. Jesus Christ died for you because God loves you that much that He wants relationship with you. You can't perform it. You can't earn it. You have to receive it. We're just going to dive right in. I have a lot I want to share with you. And I kind of ran out of time during first service, so I'm like, we're getting in this, people. You guys ready? So we're moving into inheritance today. At the beginning of every year, we start out with our core teachings, which are intimacy, identity, and then inheritance. And so today is the first day of inheritance, and I'm honored just to come and share with you guys what the Lord's put on my heart. Um, If you have been around here for a while, you have heard a lot of these teachings, and what I've been hearing from people lately is there is... um, just this understanding that is, is touching hearts lately that they're like, we've been doing this for a while, but I'm getting it. And I, I can say I'm getting it too. I've been feeling that way too. I feel like what um, we've been teaching for years, God just keeps saying there's so much more. And so I've, I've, I've been like sensing that hearts are just connecting with the truth that is being spoken about intimacy, that the Lord desires intimacy with us, that we have an opportunity to move into the more, past the acquaintance relationship, into the, the deep open heart, see everything, God, and let us see who you are kind of relationship. And we're, we're hearing, I'm hearing stories of people saying, I'm understanding that. And I'm finally meeting the Lord in that. And I, I get so excited about hearing stories like that. And I, um, so we move from intimacy and we moved into identity. And in identity, it's where we, we know God, right? So we've met him, we've been walking in intimacy, and he begins to tell us our identity, that we are his kids. We are sons and daughters, and that we have all that he is because we are his kids. We lack nothing because of who he is in us. And so then we're gonna step into inheritance, and that's where we're, we're starting today. Um, I'm super excited about this because I love talking about the Holy Spirit. I love talking about the Holy Spirit. I love my relationship with the Holy Spirit. And I just, I love to see people walking out a relationship with him. Uh, There is a scripture, Romans 8, 15 through 17, that we're gonna start with today. And it says this, for you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father, The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and heirs with Christ. So as we begin to understand that we are God's children, then we begin to um, receive the fruit of that, the, the, um, the inheritance of that, and that is available for us right here and right now. We don't have to wait for an inheritance for when we get to, the, to heaven, but we get to receive all that God has for us right now. Our inheritance is a supernatural life filled and empowered by Holy Spirit. Our inheritance is a supernatural life 
filled and empowered by Holy Spirit. That's exciting. That is amazing. You know, we think about um, inheritance. I, I don't know if you guys think about this, but like I've, I've thought when I've heard this, I'm like, okay, so it's when someone dies, they hand something to you, right? They give you a sum of money. They give you a home. Maybe they give you um, some, something that's been handed down generation to generation. So when we think of inheritance, we're thinking, okay, well, that has just traveled through the family and this is what I have. But we're not talking about that kind of an inheritance, When we talk about inheritance as sons and daughters of God, we are talking not about money or possessions, but we're talking about the Holy Spirit coming and resting so powerfully in and moving through our lives that we'll never be the same. Never be the same. It's not about accumulating things, but it's about receiving and releasing for His good and for His glory. So immediately when we receive Jesus as our savior, when we say, I believe in you, you immediately receive your inheritance, which is the Holy Spirit. And you get to walk with the Holy Spirit. And that means that you also receive the gifts of the Spirit. You get to receive everything that he is. You lack nothing. And to be honest with you, that's what sets us apart in this world the Holy Spirit and walking in communion with him, having him reside in us is what sets us apart. He is waiting for us to access his gifts. He is waiting for us to walk side by side, step in step with him and to access all that he is. You already carry it. You just get to open it up in your life. You get to partner with him and say, what does this look like in my life? A lot of times I think we sit back and we, we say, well, I don't really know that I understand the gifts of the Spirit. I really don't know. Holy Spirit, he's, yeah, I don't know if I understand him, really. And so we pay attention to maybe who's up here. Maybe there's a prophetic word given and you're like, that's good for them. How did they get that? What is that? And a lot of times we hold back because we don't know. And so I am here today to say, we're gonna know. We're gonna find out who the Holy Spirit is. We're gonna talk about the Holy Spirit because he is incredible. He is our inheritance. We do not have to live without anything because he already resides in us. We all get to live a supernatural lifestyle on a daily basis in the midst of our everyday life, fully walking in the gifts of the Spirit that would be evident to everyone that's around us and that they would long to know Him as well. It is for His glory that He has given us this inheritance. It is for Him to be known that He has given us this inheritance. It is for relationship with Him that He wants us to have this inheritance. But the question uh, we ask around here often is, what does your life look like fully alive? And I just wanna add to that question as we're talking about inheritance and say, what are you doing with what you've been given? See, when you come to know Jesus, you immediately have all of the Holy Spirit. So what are you doing with him? What are you doing with what you've been given? We aren't called just to carry the Holy Spirit with us, but our inheritance is about walking and manifesting the fruit of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, and the power of the Spirit. 
And this is one of the things I get the most excited about. I love like walking with the Holy Spirit and watching him show up in ways that I could never imagine. I love seeing divine moments take place where miracles are happening. And I'm like, there's no way that unless God just did that, that that took place. Like I love when people are accessing all the gifts that they already have and that they're moving in them and that people's lives are getting changed because of it. I I don't think that there's anything greater. I really don't. I'm like, God is moving and this is exciting. And so um, we're gonna talk a little bit about um, what those gifts are here in a second. But I want, it's like, what does this look like if the Holy Spirit is, has given us an inheritance? And I want you to know this thing. We lack nothing because he is in us. All of heaven is behind us and all of God is in us. That's an, exciting, that's an exciting thing. We should be excited about that, right? In John 15, five, it says this, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So being connected to and in alignment with Holy Spirit, the overflow of our life is the fruit of the Spirit. So what is the fruit of the Spirit? In Galatians 5.22, it says, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So we walk connected to Holy Spirit. And the overflow of our life is the fruit of the Spirit. But oftentimes, I don't know about you guys, but there are times when that is not the fruit of my life. (laughs) Oftentimes, I'm not as loving as maybe I I should be if I'm connected to Holy Spirit. And this is not a behavior thing. We're not talking about, okay, I need to be better at loving or I need to be more joyful. So I'm just gonna push away my unjoyfulness or my anger or my frustration. No, this is saying, okay, God, why is the fruit of my life not these things right now? Am I disconnected from you anywhere? Is there anything going on in me that you want to heal in my life? What's happening that this would not be the overflow of my life? It's never to shame you or to to tell you you're wrong. It's always, um, or that you even have to measure up. You don't have to measure up to get these things. These are just the overflow of what happens when we walk in intimacy with the Lord and when we stay connected to him. And I've been talking to the Lord about this lately a lot because he had this picture for me of um, us walking together. And maybe you can relate to this, but the picture was us, you know, he's like, I wanna just walk life with you, Kim. And oftentimes you wanna run ahead. Oftentimes you wanna run out there and see what's happening so you can prepare yourself, so you can be ready for whatever it is that's coming. You wanna be in control of it. So you have, to, you have to get out there. But I'm saying, hey, stick back here with me. Stay connected with me. I already know what's out there. I already know what we're gonna do when we get there. I'm not afraid of that, but I want you to stay connected with me. But oftentimes I'm, I'm like, I'm in control. I need to do this. It's my will, right? And he's like, I want you to have divine moments with me. I want you to walk step in step with me so that when we do get there, I can show you exactly what I'm doing. And there is an encounter with heaven and earth in that moment. 
And there are other times where maybe I'm lagging behind. I'm like, mm, I don't know if I wanna keep up with you. I, I don't know that I really wanna do that. And so I kind of will hold back and he's like, hey, Kim, uh, I need you to be up here because what I have is being connected to me and we're gonna, I'm gonna show you something miraculous in this moment. I'm gonna have a divine moment with you, but you're back there just lagging, just holding back and not really sure if you even trust me right now, right? Because that's really what it comes down to. Do I trust him? Because I think what holds me back sometimes is maybe fear of man. What are people gonna think if I actually do what Holy Spirit's asking me to do? So I'll stand back here and if you wanna do that, you can go for it. And he's like, no, no, me and you, together, step in step, together. That is his desire for us, to be one with each other, that we would be so connected and that the overflow of our life would be the fruit of the Spirit. And also, our inheritance is a supernatural life filled and empowered by Holy Spirit. So it's also not just the fruit of the Spirit, but it's the overflow of the gifts of the Spirit in our life. And this is something that I love to teach on because I want to um, take away any of the, the mystery of it, take away anything that would scare us of what are the gifts of the Spirit. Say, I think that a lot of times we hold back because we just don't understand. Or maybe uh, we saw it and it was a little weird when we were growing up. I, I went to a couple churches that I was like, ah, I, that's weird, I am uncomfortable. I don't know if I agree with that. And I don't know, I'm not, you know, I don't know if it was right or not, but it did scare me. And I'm here to say Holy Spirit is not scary. He is so in love with you and he wants to do life with you and he wants these gifts to be active in your life. And so I want to take away all the mystery of it, all the fear of it, and just say, we should be walking in the gifts of the Spirit at all times. Let's see here. So I want to, I want to talk about this. And so we're gonna to go to 1 Corinthians 12, 7 through 11. And this is what the scripture says. Now to each one, the manifestation of the spirit is given for the common good. To one, there is given through the spirit the message of wisdom. To another, a message of knowledge by means of the same spirit. To another, by the same spirit, um, the gifts of healing by the same spirit, to another miraculous powers, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between spirits, to another speaking in different kinds of tongues, to another in the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of the one in the same spirit. He distributes them to each one just as he determines. So over the years, I've taught about the gifts of the Spirit, and um, I felt like the Lord was like, I want you to teach about this again, but I'm also gonna teach with some stories so that we can understand it. Because if we think it's a little off or we don't really understand it, then we're probably not gonna go and access it, even though you carry it. And I remember a pastor talking one time where he was saying, um, he was describing the gifts of the Spirit and he was, he was describing it as they're tools that are in a toolbox. And oftentimes we'll carry around that toolbox, but we have no idea what tools are in there. We've never opened it up to actually access them and to use them. And I'm saying today, I wanna access them. I want us to know what's in there and then I want us to start using them in our everyday life. 
So today we're gonna go through these, and so we're gonna start with the power gifts. And the first one is gifts of healing. And gifts of healing, it's um, healings that God performs supernaturally by the Spirit. The healer lives inside of us, and we get the opportunity to partner with the Holy Spirit and see supernatural healing take place. So if we are step in step with the Holy Spirit, there are gonna be those moments that we are going to see someone needs prayer for healing. God's gonna highlight them to us and we get the opportunity to partner with Holy Spirit at that moment, accessing the gift of healing and see them healed. Do you understand? Like heaven invades earth in those moments when we are step in step with the Holy Spirit. And so I had this moment in November. I shared about it a couple of months ago while I was hosting, but there was a woman that I got to pray for. She had been diagnosed with cancer and she was having a ton of pain. And the Lord was like, right now, I want you to declare testimonies from this house that I know of people that have been healed of cancer. So immediately I went to her and I declared these testimonies over her life. And I said, God wants to heal you. I'm going to pray with him as he is leading me to pray for you. I'm going to pray for him. I got a text on Tuesday, the fall, it was like about five days later, she went to the doctor. They were going to do a biopsy on her cancer and it was not, it was a dot. They couldn't even do a biopsy because it was so small. It's when we are walking with the Lord and we are paying attention to what Holy Spirit says and we access the gifts that we carry right now that we see the miraculous take place. The next one is working of miracles, a manifestation of power beyond the ordinary course of natural law. It is a divine enablement to do something that could not be done naturally. Holy Spirit's always wanting to show up in miracles. He's always wanting to do the impossible. We only have eyes to see what's in front of us but we get to be connected with the Holy Spirit. We get to partner with him and say, if that's what you're praying, you want me to pray for God, I'm gonna pray for that. We're gonna, me and you are gonna come in a little alignment together and we are gonna see miracles take place. But we get to access that gift and say, let it be God in my life. The next one is gifts of faith. And this is not walking in faith. It's, you know, we're, we're called to walk in faith, but this is a supernatural, unique form of faith that goes beyond the natural faith and saving faith. It supernaturally trusts and does not doubt with reference to specific matters involved. So when you're walking with the Holy Spirit, when you're connected to him, he's going to tell you things that you're like, there's no way that's possible. <laughs> And you get the opportunity to walk with him and say, I'm going to believe you no matter what I see in front of me. I'm, I, I'm, it's that beyond the walking in faith. It's the, I know without a shadow of a doubt that God has said this and I'm going to hold on to this. And he is giving you that gift to hold on to that faith and to believe it comes from him. It's not something that you make up. I'm, it's not you saying, I'm gonna walk in faith. I'm gonna walk in faith. No, it's you access the Holy Spirit and you say, he has given me that gift. He has given me that word and I'm gonna hold on to that. The next one is vocal gifts. The first is the gift of tongues and it edifies the spirit man. In 1 Corinthians 14.4, it says, he who speaks in tongues edifies himself, but he who prophesies edifies the church. The gift of tongues is the key to unlocking so many more gifts inside of you. 
It's the renewing of the mind when, you, when we pray in the spirit. It's allowing the spirit to pray over you and to pray over your situation that you're in. So I was thinking about, as I was processing with, this, with the Lord, I was like, okay, what, what do you want? He was telling me to tell this story. And I was like, why would I tell that story? But I'm gonna tell you the story. It's a little crazy. But when I was 19 years old, I um, had got, I had my car serviced one day. And I, the next day I was driving home from work and I lived in Vancouver, Washington. And I was going from one exit to the other on the freeway. So I was going about 60 miles an hour or so. And as I am accelerating, I'm getting closer to the exit and my, I realize my accelerator is stuck. And I had no idea what to do. I was 19. Like, what the heck do you do? I saw on chips that you should like pump the accelerator on, you know, back in the day, but that was not working. My accelerator was stuck at 60. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm alone in my car. I have no idea. And yes, you can tell me all these things that I should have done. I know. I've heard them all throughout the years. But I, again, I was 19. I had no clue. But I knew that I had the Holy Spirit. I had a relationship with the Holy Spirit. And so immediately I just began to pray in my prayer language. And, and then I was yelling my prayer language after a while because I was like, I don't know what to do, but you know what to do. You know what to do, tell me what to do. See, when it says edifies your spirit, that means instruct or benefit to uplift. So when we are allowing the Holy Spirit to pray over us in that language, he is instructing our spirit. He is instructing us, he is lifting us up, he is giving us guidance. And so there are many times where we have no idea what we're gonna do in this situation. I've had many times throughout my life, but every time I will use that gift that he has given me that I have in me right now. And I, as I access it, instruction comes. As I access it, his presence fills me and I understand what he's doing. And so as I was doing that, I was supposed to take this exit and he said, keep going. And I just kept praying in my prayer language and just was like, okay, I'm gonna keep going. And then there was um, a highway that was in between I-5 and 205, 205 and I-5. And I was like, okay, I'm supposed to take that. So I get on the, the, the highway and realize there's a stoplight in the middle of the highway. It's not there anymore, but there was back in the 90s. And I was like, oh my goodness, God, what are you doing? I trust you, I trust you. And I just kept praying in my prayer language. And he said, get over to the right. So I got over to the right. And as I did, there was a red light, cars were backed up. And he said, you're gonna take a corner here. And I'm like, okay. So I pushed both my feet on the brakes. I went 45 miles an hour around a corner, praying to God that no one was coming this way, which he had to have held him off. And I went around the corner and it was a hill and immediately my car died. It just stopped. And I was sitting there and I was bawling and I thought, man, God, you're so good. <laughs> you're so good to me. But it was one of those moments where I knew that I, had it, I didn't have it in me. I had nothing. And I think oftentimes we see that where we're like, I need you to intervene here. You carry him. You have the gift of tongues. You can speak this prayer language out. It's not something you have to work up. It's what you get to access as you partner with him and he will pray over your life and he will instruct you and he will move you forward. 
The next gift is interpretation of tongues. Sometimes a word of tongues is given in a corporate setting and interpretation is given to the person. So a lot of times it's given to someone before the tongue is even given. And so there are, um, there's always an interpretation given when a tongue is given corporately. So say someone has a word from the Lord, it's a heavenly language that they don't know, and they're like, hey, I have a word from the Lord, I don't know what it is, but it's a heavenly language. There is always an interpretation, God has already given that to someone. So you will never see in a corporate like, like setting like this, you know, at the church or whatever, you will never see a word be given without an interpretation. And God always wants to edify the church through that word. He always wants to give instruction and lift up and encourage the church. The next is prophecy. Prophecy edifies the church. So 1 Corinthians 14.4, anyone who speaks in a tongue edifies themselves, but the one who prophesies edifies the church. A prophetic word builds up, encourages, and comforts those you are giving the word to. It is often a confirmation to someone that you are giving that prophetic word to. It's edifying revelation of the, of the spirit for the moment, a sudden insight of the spirit prompting exhortation or comfort. And I just wanna say this, a prophecy is always bringing hope. It always builds up. It always encourages. It always comforts. So if you feel like God is giving you a word for someone, you get to ask those questions. We never go give a prophetic word to someone that is criticizing, that is putting them down, that's correcting them. That is not a prophetic word. A prophetic word always brings hope. It always lifts us up. It is a gift that he wants to say, hey, I know this person and I have this for them. And we get to go and encourage them with it. Okay, so we always get to check that. The next are revelation gifts. The first is word of wisdom. Wisdom is directional. A, um, a word of wisdom is speaking to someone about a new direction God is taking them. Not someone that you may know about this, uh, something you may know about this person. It's a supernatural wisdom that comes from the Holy Spirit. It is disclosing the mind, purpose, and the way of God as applied to a specific situation. So it is um, always giving direction. So you can always trust if Holy Spirit's giving you a word, you didn't know it in you, and then you're like, oh, I have a word of wisdom, I'm gonna go give it to this person. No, it's something you did not know, and you get to go and release that to the person. The next is word of knowledge. Telling someone what happened to them in the past or in the present, it's not a future gift. Supernatural revelation of information pertaining to the person or event given a specific purpose, usually having to do with an immediate need. So I have a quick story about this. I have a friend, I didn't know him at the time, but um, I've met him since then, and I got to talk to him about this. But if you know anything about Sean Bowles, I would say go look him up on YouTube. It's incredible. This man walks with word of knowledge pouring out of his life. It's crazy the accuracy that he has because he's so connected to Holy Spirit and he accesses this gift in him. So Sean Bowles was speaking at a conference and my friend was sitting in the audience and Sean started giving words of knowledge and then uh, uh, following it up with prophetic words that God had given him for these people. And so my friend is sitting there and he, uh, Sean says, I have a really weird one. I don't even know if this makes sense, but maybe it's a dog. Maybe it's an animal. I don't know. And he said, does Bootsy Bugs mean anything to you? 
And all of a sudden my friend stands up and he just starts sobbing because there's no way that Sean Bowles would know that that's his nickname, Bootsy, and his last name is Bugs. There's no way that Sean Bowles would ever know that. But God had given him a word of wisdom, I mean, a word of knowledge. And then as he made the connection with my friend, he then began, began to prophesy over him and everything that he prophesied, my friend is living out now. He is walking it out because God wanted him to know, I know your nickname. I care about the details of your life. You guys, if you've ever been given a word of knowledge, I'm telling you, you it is the most exciting thing because you don't make it up but you step out and you're like, I'm gonna, I, there is a moment here. Me and Holy Spirit, he just told me something. And I, am, I wanna go share this. And so when you do that, you will see God connecting to someone's heart and it provides an opportunity for them to actually get a word or a prophetic word given to them in that moment. It's incredible. And we should all be accessing this gift. Can you imagine what that would do if we were like, I have a word of knowledge for someone that's standing behind me in line at the grocery store or whatever. It could change people's lives. But we have to be willing to access these gifts. The last one is discerning of spirits. The ability to discern the spirit world and especially to detect the true source of circumstances or motives of people. You can discern a human spirit, a demonic spirit. You can sense the presence of angels, which always points to Jesus. It is an understanding of what Holy Spirit is doing in the room. All attention of what we see is on the Lord. So there's a lot in that that I'm not gonna um, do because we've got, we don't have a ton of time, but this is nothing, this is not a gift that we need to be scared of. If Holy Spirit's showing you something, he already has direction for you to go in that. Okay, so it's exciting because he's revealing more of what's happening in the spiritual realm to you than what we might see with our own eyes. And so we get to partner with him every time and not be afraid of it. So we have access to all these gifts and this is not just for certain people. This is for anyone that has ever asked Jesus into their life, who has met him personally, because immediately you received the Holy Spirit. So the question that I would ask again is, what are you doing with what you've been given? And that is not condemnation. That is not because I wanna shame you. That is a question I have to ask myself as well. What am I doing with what's been given me? Am I accessing all that he is in my life or am I just kind of making it through my life? It's those moments where we walk in step with him and we see something is highlighted. We see that he says, hey, go talk to that person. We see that he says, hey, I've got this for you. And we move with him and he encounters earth in those moments, and there are divine appointments that he's already set up. It's when we're not walking before him or lagging behind, but we're step in step with him, and we get to see these things take place in this world. Uh, John 10.10 10 says this, the thief comes only to steal, still, I can't even say this, steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they have, may have life and have it to the full. I don't wanna see us get ripped off because the enemy's trying to stop us in our tracks. He doesn't like when we walk with the Holy Spirit. He doesn't like when we're moving in the gifts of the Spirit. He hates it. 
And so anything that he can throw out at you to stop you from doing that. There are many times, you guys, where I have been so afraid that I've got it wrong that I don't step out and I missed a divine moment with the Lord. And I think, man, thanks for giving me another chance. <laughs> you know, because I don't ever wanna miss those things. But that's what's going to change our valley. That's what's going to change our state. That's what's gonna change our families is when we are in step with the Holy Spirit and we start accessing what we already carry. This is not something you have to work up. It's not something you have to fight for or say, can I please have that? No, just start walking in it. Say, Holy Spirit, I have this, so what do you wanna do with it? I'm listening. I'm with you on this. Let's go. Does that make sense? Yeah. All right, so my time is up. And so if you guys would stand, I'm just gonna pray. Holy Spirit, you are so incredible. And we are so grateful that you are our inheritance. Thank you for coming and meeting with us and being part of our life. Thank you for um, always consuming us. You're, you never depart from us. And thank you for the gifts, the incredible gifts that you have given us. God, we wanna access all of these gifts. We wanna see you be made famous in this valley. We wanna see you be made famous around our lives. We want people to know you. And so we don't wanna sit back and hide anymore, but we want to partner with you in what you're doing. And we wanna hear your voice and we wanna move with you as you have divine appointments all day long. God, you are so good. And we know that your heart is to meet with your kids and to, to touch the lives that are around us. We wanna give you that glory, God. We wanna see you be known. And so I just pray, if there's any reason why we would run ahead of you, if there's any reason why we're lagging behind you, I pray that you would just bring that to our attention so that we can be step in step with you. And Holy Spirit, open our ears to hear you. As we access these gifts, we wanna partner with every single thing you're doing. We want testimonies to come out of this house of things that you have done that there's no way it could have happened unless you did it. Use us, God. We're with you on this, Holy Spirit. We make ourselves available and we say thank you. Thank you, thank you for what you're gonna do. We love you, amen. Amen.